0: Uh, 1 Samuel 16, 1, he says, now the Lord said to Samuel, how long will you mourn for Saul? See, I have rejected him, seeing how I have rejected him from reigning over Israel. Fill your horn with oil and go. I am sending you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite. He says, for I have provided myself a king among his sons. Okay, and so what we're talking about today is I'm not carrying that any further. Okay, I am not carrying that any further. Uh, You can say that to yourself. You can make that your own proclamation. You can make that your own declaration for 2021 if you want to. You can make it for this week if you want to, that I am not carrying that any further. Let's pray. Dear God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this time you've given us, Lord God. We ask, Lord God, that as we study your word, Lord God, and as we fellowship, Lord God, over this word, the Heavenly Father, that you will bless it, Lord God, that it will minister to us, Lord God. It will be seed in our heart, the Heavenly Father, that will reap a harvest, Lord God, in due season, the Heavenly Father, and that as it ministers to us, Lord God, we will use it to serve others. In Jesus' name I pray amen amen so again first samuel 16 1 i'm not carrying that any further so here's the situation we find ourselves in um when it comes to this this scripture right here and and maybe there's a point in life where we might even find ourselves in a similar situation as samuel so saul is the king of israel here uh but we're at a moment where god rejected saul because of his act of disobedience this is the second kind of big act of disobedience that saul had you can read the whole account in chapter 15 if you want to if you got some time today go back i know that's right i said, I'm ready for this message already. I, I know that's right. I'm not carrying it any further. So Saul has now been rejected by God as king because of the second act of disobedience. Now, again, you can go back to chapter 15 if you want to read it uh, and see exactly what happened because he was, he was disobedient. Then he tried to lie and say that he wasn't. Then he tried to pretend like he I don't know if he was pretending but then he said he was sorrowful but then he was like okay well I know you are saying God rejected me but at least still act like I'm the king Samuel so that the people will still think that I am I mean it was just a whole big mess that 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 Saul had found himself in and 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 so now we're at the point where where it's sinking in with Samuel that that God has rejected Saul and now Samuel the prophet who who God used to speak to uh, uh to Saul he spoke to Saul through Samuel he was now mourning Saul's rejection but watch this but God was ready to move on okay Listen, Saul was rejected. Samuel was mourning this fact that Saul was rejected. But God, watch this, was ready to move on. You may need to say that to yourself. God is ready to move on, okay? God is ready to move on. Now, watch this. This isn't about mourning or getting over a loss, okay? I don't want you to hear that Saul, that Samuel was mourning Saul, and God is ready to move on. And so now, if, if I'm mourning or I'm trying to get over a loss, this is not about mourning. Watch this. God is a God of comfort. God is near to the brokenhearted. He wants to see every, He wants to see you healed from hurt and the hurt that you feel from some sort of mourning from losing someone or or from some sort of loss. Right now, watch this. The Bible isn't clear about how long Samuel was mourning. Uh, I was reading this, and some scholars think that uh, uh, Samuel may have been mourning Saul for close to 10 years. That it might've been 10 years that he was doing it. Some say it might've been closer to two years, but the Bible's not clear, uh, but but it was over it. The whole point is, is that he was mourning something that God had rejected, okay? It wasn't a loss of a family member. It wasn't some sort of big tragedy that kind of happened. It was the fact that Saul was disobedient. God had rejected him and Samuel was mourning this. The Bible's not clear how long, but it was long enough according to God. And he was mourning so much that he was no longer even acting. Active in the ministry that God has given him. Watch this, because he was the voice of God to Saul. Once he left Saul in chapter 15, the Bible says he never spoke to Saul again ever, period. He was sitting there mourning him for so long, but he's mourning something that what? That God said, I have rejected. So it's not necessarily about him mourning because we lose things. We lose people. Tragedy happens and we're mourning and, and, and we're trying to live life and we're trying to continue on. And, and, and there are people who are dear to us and there are things that happen that are huge disappointments and it's hard to get over it. This is not about mourning. God is a God of comfort and he will comfort. He comforts those who mourn. He, he tells us to mourn with those who mourn and rejoice; those who with those rejoice with those who rejoice. And so, this is not about mourning. This is him clinging on to and mourning something. Watch this: that God had rejected. He says, "How long will you mourn over Saul when I have rejected him?" Watch this: to reject means to dismiss something as inadequate, to dismiss something as inappropriate, to dismiss something as as it not being to your taste. It's a, a person or a thing being dismissed as failing to meet a standard or to satisfy one's taste. Now watch this. There are some things, watch this. There were some things in life and we saw, ah, I see you, Crystal. I see you, Crystal. Uh, you're right, and I'm just getting started. Watch this. Watch this. He says, he says that he is mourning something, holding on and missing something that God has dismissed as inadequate, inappropriate, or as, as failing to meet a standard. Now watch this. There are some things in our life, watch this, that we have to understand that God has rejected, okay? Watch this. There are some things in our life, you can write that down for yourself, there are some things in life that God has rejected for me. Watch this. They don't meet the standard for what he wants for you. They don't meet the standard of what he has for your future. It doesn't meet the standard of the purpose that he has for you. It is inadequate for who you are. You are a child of the king, and that thing is not adequate for a child of the king, and so he has rejected that for you. It is inappropriate for who you are. It has been rejected by God. Now watch this. When God has rejected some things, something has to change. Okay, and so when God rejected Saul, it was time for a new king. Okay, and so God had to remove some things. And so when there's, I see you, Mom. Watch this. I see you, Sierra. Watch this. There are some things that God has rejected for you. They don't meet that standard. So now God has to remove some things. There have been some things that have been removed from your life. There have been some situations and people and places and things that you've been removed from. That you've been pulled out. And there are some new things that has to come in. And there are some shifts. And there are some adjustments and there are some things that have to pivot and some things that are different. And the problem is, is that while God is changing and while God is moving things around and while God has rejected some of these things because they don't meet the standard for what he has for you, we are still mourning over those changes. That we are still sad, that we are still upset, that we are still trying to figure out why, that we are trying to figure out, well, God, why did this change? God, why did they do this to me? Well, God, how come I've been removed from that? Well, God, how come this is different now? Well, how come they treat me different now? Well, how have I been moved from this? And what God is saying is because this has been inadequate for you. It doesn't meet the standard of who you are, that I have better for you, that I've got more on the way for you. And if you're gonna sit here, and and what God is saying is, and and as you understand that I have more for you and I'm doing more for you you that I need to know that how long do you plan to mourn the things that I've rejected? How I, I see you, I see you, Crystal, me too. I ask why, why, why all the time. Well, God, why this, why that? And he said, Don't ask me why. I'm asking you, how long do you plan to mourn the things in your life that I have rejected? Yes, I moved you out of that. Yes, I may have switched this around. Yes, I may have changed this dynamic of a relationship with you for you. Yes, I may have changed this person. Yes, I may have moved that around. And you are asking me why. And I am asking you, how long are you going to mourn it? And when will you be ready to move on? Watch this. The change may not always be on the outside also, come on, y'all. Sometimes the change will be on the inside of you. Sometimes God is going to change. He won't change anything uh, on, on the outside. And that pivot isn't going to come from the outside, but it's going to come on the inside and that he's changing and adjusting things inside of you. And while you're changing, some people are still mourning the old them, the good old days. Yeah, I see you, Sierra. I see you, Mom. And, 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 and what he's doing is I'm, not, I'm changing everything inside of you, yet you're still mourning the things that I've rejected. God, saying when are we going to get on the same page? Watch this, when are you going to start rejecting the things that I reject? When are you going to start accepting the things that I accept? When are you going to start seeing the things that I see adequate as adequate for you? When are you going to start seeing the things that are appropriate as appropriate for you that I see that's appropriate for you? When are you going to start seeing the standard that I'm setting that's that's going to be the same setting as a standard that you want? Because once we start getting on that same page, we'll start to understand the shifts and the adjustments and the new things that are coming in and the old things that are coming out and the places we've been taken from watch this and the new places we've been put in some of us have been put in new places and we don't understand why we're in the new place it's because God has rejected the old place and he's putting you in what a new place and while we're still trying to figure out and we're still instead of operating in that new place we're still mourning where God has taken us from and that changes on the outside but sometimes that change comes from the inside. Now watch this. Come on, y'all. Because sometimes that inside stuff needs to happen. Because l- listen, if God has rejected a place of being a debt, of being in debt for you, then, then then, we need to not mourn bad spending practices, okay? Watch this. If God is trying to deliver you from, from, from debt and from always uh, owing and all this other kind of stuff, then you, you have to move from a place of practicing bad spending habits. And sometimes we mourn this place, well, oh man, I want to shop. I want to get this. I want to buy that. I want to do this. I want to do that. And God is saying, I'm trying to free up your finances, but you're still trying to live in a place of bad spending habits. Stop it, right? Listen, toxic people, if God has rejected toxic people in your life, we need to make sure that we stop allowing them to breathe that toxicity into our lives, okay? So what, what is happening is, is, that, is that when God has taken us and God has rejected something, we have to accept the fact that God has rejected it, and we have to stop mourning. How long are you going to mourn over, over the things that I've rejected? It's Again, it's I'm not talking about mourning people you have to have lost or loved ones or big tragedies or nothing like that. I'm talking about God removing things from your life, and we are sitting back mourning what used to be and mourning what was. Us, as opposed to moving forward with what God has for us. How long will you be tied up in things that God has rejected? We can beca- we can become so caught up in mourning the removal and the shift of things that we're not ready to move ahead. Watch this. We got to make up in our minds. I see you. I see you, Crystal. Which uh, is praying we want to uh, be out of debt, but not being good stewards over our finances. Absolutely. Listen, listen. Talking about sickness and 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 and, and, and being done with sickness and, and 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 God, we're rejecting sickness, having control over our bodies, but not wanting to walk in 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 eating right and exercising and doing the things that's supposed to keep us. We want to stay in an old mindset but we want those new things, right? Watch this. He says, we we can be so caught up uh, in mourning the removal and the shift of things that we're not ready to move ahead. Again, it doesn't talk about how long that uh, Samuel was was mourning Saul. Again, some people said it was about, some scholars say it was two years. Some say it was closer to 10 years, but one way or the other, God was over it, God was done and God was ready to move on, right? And so Samuel had to get on what? The same page as God. And so we've got to make sure that we make up in our minds that what, if God ain't in it, then I don't want it, period. If God is rejecting it, then I'm rejecting it. If God says it ain't adequate, then I don't believe it's adequate. If God says it doesn't meet the standard, then to me it doesn't meet the standard, and I won't and I won't spend one more, more one more moment than needed mourning over something that God has rejected. And it's amazing because here it goes Samuel wasn't you know, some sort of like new believer, like Samuel was the prophet that God used over Israel. And here's the prophet mourning over something that God is over. Okay. And so, so that's, a, that's almost like a little side lesson there that it doesn't matter how spiritually mature we are or we think we are that every now and again we get caught up in mourning on un- mourning or clinging to something that God has already rejected okay um and so again if, if God's rejecting it I'm rejecting it. I see you Ma. I see you as confirmation and, and if God ain't in it then I don't want it period that's what we got to make up our uh, up our minds okay now watch this the second thing to look at here is is, is is to me even a little more interesting or at least it grabbed my interest a little more uh, it, it, it's why is Samuel um Uh, uh, why did Samuel take God's rejection of Saul so hard, right? Like, it wasn't like God was rejecting Samuel. He was rejecting Saul. And Samuel himself, even if you read in chapter 15, was upset with Saul because of the way Saul was. So I'm like, why in the world was Samuel taking Saul's rejection so hard? Like, why was he mourning for so long the rejection of somebody else when him and God were still connected, when him and God was still cool to the point that he wasn't even doing what God told him to do? This is something that a lot of us Fall, in, uh, 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 fall into um, uh, throughout our, our, our lives. Sometimes we carry the weight of other people's responsibilities and it starts to weigh us down, okay? Listen, listen, God, I see you, Tanya. God didn't reject Samuel. God was rejecting Saul. And it affected Saul so much that he was mourning. And God said, how long are you going to be mourning like this over Saul, right? He says, you got to get up and go and fill your horn with oil. I got something else for you to do. And so what happens a lot of times to us, and it seemed like it happened here to Samuel, is that we carry the weight, and we shouldn't do this, but we carry the weight of the of other people's responsibility, and it starts to weigh us down. We have to learn how to drop that. Yes, that's right, Tony. We need to move on in 20. 21. Listen, we have to drop that and we have to never pick it up again. This doesn't mean we don't stop praying for people. It doesn't mean we don't stop helping people. As a matter of fact, Galatians two uh, we, we did that in our study of Galatians which says we need to learn how to bear one another's burdens and in that way we fulfill the law of Christ that we need to help and that just means help other people with the things that they struggle with. We should be a community and a fellowship where we help people in their times of, of, of faith. I love it last year when Charmaine put a, um, a prayer request here uh, late, early. in Ask people to pray for her and things that she was dealing with because that's what we're supposed to do: bear one another's uh, uh, burdens. But we need to learn how to give it to God and not allow that to weigh us down the way Samuel had that thing weighing him down. Matthew eleven twenty eight through twenty nine. Somebody type that in because you, you're going to need you, you're going to need this at some point this year. Matthew eleven twenty eight through twenty nine says, then Jesus said, "Come to me." all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens. Okay. Don't carry these heavy burdens. Listen, don't carry your heavy burdens. And for goodness sake, don't carry anybody else's heavy burdens. He says, and I will give you what? Rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls, that as we we pray for people, we want to help people we we want to help carry others' burdens, but we cannot let it get us to a place where we are like Samuel mourning over Saul, when God has rejected Saul, and God is looking at us, saying, "How much longer are you going to carry this to where it's burdening you down, and you are no longer active in what I am calling you?" Uh, to do. And so we have to be careful that we do not allow the weight of other people's responsibility to start to weigh us down. Now, like I said, we still pray for people, we still help people and we still carry one another's burdens, but we have to walk light y'all. in 2021. We cannot pack heavy. We cannot carry those bags. We cannot carry all that weight with us. We got to drop it. We have to drop it and let it go. And watch this. You may drop it today and then next month you may feel that heavy burden coming back on your shoulders. Drop it then, okay? You don't have to keep carrying it just because you feel like, oh, I'm not supposed to carry all this stuff and now I feel like I messed up in 2020. That's fine. Drop it right then. You can always pick right back up where you left off. Drop it there. If God rejected it, I'm not carrying it anymore. Watch this. If it's not my responsibility, I'm not carrying it anymore. I see you, Ma. You got to receive this. Watch. And once we move from that part, we have to get ready because God has work for us to do. I want to go back to 1 Samuel 6. 16 verse 1. Look what God said to Samuel after he asked him, How long are you going to mourn Saul? He says, How long will you mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Watch this. He gave him instruction. He said, Go fill your horn with oil. He said, there's an instrument that you that you have and a substance that you have that I need you to start to do the work that I've called you to do. He put the oil in the horn to go anoint the next king and he would anoint the next king with oil. And so he says, you need to go get your horn, put the oil in it. He says, because I've got work for you to do. The things that I've given you, the, the instruments, the tools, the gifts, the stuff that I've given you, you need to get that stuff ready because I have work for you to do. And you can't sit here uh, carrying somebody else's burden and you can't sit here mourning the loss over something that I've rejected. And somebody today needs to start preparing to get ready. And I know it's easy for y'all to receive this from me. That's right, Rick. Get ready for the work that God's going to do for you. No, no. He's talking to Charmaine. He's talking to Mike and Gina. He's talking to Micah. He's talking to Tanya. Listen, he is saying that that get ready for the work that he has called you to do, to get yourselves together. He says, get your horn and fill the horn with oil. And then he says what? Then Then he says, and go. Because he's going to send you. Tanya just typed this in. She's already in my, she's all in my in my notes, that it is time to go. It is time to move on. It is time to move forward. I see you, Crystal. This message is an answered prayer. I see you that it is time to go and move forward. Crystal, that word go is for you as well. Listen, to go and move forward. That you that that, that you've mourned, you can mourn. It's time to get up, that you can, that you, you can prep and, and prep and prep and prep. But at some point you can prep. But now it is time to what? To go. So he says, fill your horn with oil, You'll get the stuff you need, prepare it, okay? So get what you need, prepare it. But now that it's prepared, he says, What? And go. It is now time to go. It is now time to move. He says, I am sending you to Jesse the uh the Bethlehemite. Watch this. You don't have to figure out where to go. I'm gonna show you where to go. I'm gonna tell you where to go. You don't have to figure it out. You don't have to analyze it. You don't have to ask Rick about it. You don't have to ask Rick to come over to the house and lay hands on you and pray and dump oil on, on you. I'm gonna tell you exactly where to go and you're gonna go. Right? He says, So it's time for you to go to move. I'm telling you exactly where to go. Watch this. He says, for I have provided myself a king among his sons. You don't have to figure out the why. I have already have the purpose and the reason in mind. I know that's right, Tanya. We're going to pray for you that you know when it is time to go and that you know exactly when to go and where to go and what that purpose is. Listen, listen, that it is not a mistake that God has given us this to start 2021. Watch this, Impact is already a church that that prepares and, and goes. We already are a church that goes, but he has more to do. He has more coming, and, 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 and we all have to be ready for when he says, listen, it is time to go, but he can't have us mourning over the things that he's rejected Mourning over the things he's removed us from, mourning over the people that have been removed from our lives, and we can't be weighed down by the burden of other people. We've got to we've got to bear those weights for others, and we've got to we've got to bear one another bear one another's burdens. But we've got to take those to Jesus. He says, "Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me. My yoke is easy. My burdens light." We've got to give that over to Him so we can find rest for our souls. Right? We just need to drop it, stop mourning what God has rejected, and move towards what God has accept it. Amen. I see you. I see you, Tanya. That's right. That's right. We got you. We're going to, we're going to pray for that. We're going to pray for that. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to pray. And then if anybody want to share anything, you can open up your mics and we'll, and we'll, and we'll talk for a few, um, and, and, and we'll be good.